0: So I'm standing here with uh, Miami, and Miami still does not want to give any comment on an interview. He's—he was just talking. He stopped talking immediately as he found out that I was recording. Miami, any uh, any reason why you keep declining interviews? Yeah, I don't want. Like he doesn't want to give. There must be some sort of um, language he's invented, so we don't understand it. has got a good singing voice. That's it? How did you find your name back here? I looked it up by first name. What's up? 86 giving a shit. Shafinski. listen. I want to, uh, I'm going to stop saying I want to talk about this. I'm just going to do it, all right? This is the last time. I'm always preparing. I'm done preparing. I'm done saying that I'm done playing. Yeah, anyway, the end of the world. Okay, the end of the world. The end of the world is not table 46. The end of the world is not that you forgot to ring in an entree. The end of the world is not because you forgot their lemons. Although you two servers sometimes wake up at three in the morning like, fuck, table 42's ketchup, I never got them. Or sour cream, whatever. It's not the end of the world. Okay, two things. One, take it easy on yourself. You're gonna fucking die young unless that's what you're going for, in which case, drink more, you know? But if you wanna live a little longer, maybe stop going crazy. Unless you're a heart surgeon listening to this, and a neurosurgeon, you probably already learned how to turn them off. So you don't have to worry about this. But sometimes servers, generally front of the house, take their shit a little too seriously. Like, I understand that you're making money and I understand that this is your livelihood. But it's steak and potatoes at the end of the day for everyone in the world. It's not just you and me and them eating. Yeah, bad yelp review If you get fired over not ringing in one chicken piccata and you actually think that that's why they fired you, you're out of your fucking gourd. All right. We had a chick that was fired. Maybe a guy. I don't remember. doesn't really matter. Employee that was fired over not ringing in one entree on the table. Much like the story I told earlier. With the fucking piccata, actually. <laughs> but uh, that happened in a different restaurant, and that person didn't get fired. I just scolded him because he also blamed the kitchen for it in the Yelp review. So he should have gotten fired. Should have gotten his ass kicked, but he didn't either. So this chick gets fired over a piccata, and that's what she thinks it is. She honestly thinks that there's nothing leading up to this firing, and she just forgot to ring in one entree, and the manager was like, Yo! Off with her head. His, their head killed her just like that we'll fire her you know so let me tell you something if you think that you were fired over a ridiculous reason like that or over like I don't know maybe if you were a scientist you forgot to put your left glove on or some shit that's not what they fired you for that was the reason that they fired you on paper but the real reason they fired you for they can't divulge because it would be unethical or illegal or both but you probably should turn around and just look at what you did at work that could piss people off And then that's why they fired you. Okay. That's what I'm fucking talking about. I'm talking about the person that was walking in front of you and drops a napkin and actually doesn't see him drop a napkin. She doesn't notice that he drops a napkin. And then the second person in front of you behind that person looks at the napkin and steps over and keeps going. You know what you did. It went through your head because you looked at it, but you decided to say, fuck that. It's not my job. Okay. Be that as it may, you're right. It's not your job. Let me pinch you the picture, a different picture. That same person is walking down the street of a supermarket. He just bought some groceries. He's walking to his car. On his way to his car or her car, there's a lady, old lady, that stole one of the shopping carts full of groceries. Well, I mean, she bought the groceries, but she stole the shopping cart. And she's trying to cross the street. But she can't lift the shopping cart over the curb. All it takes is about eight steps away from your car to go and help this lady. You're strong enough. Does that person go? I don't think so I think that person looks at that lady and says mm, Should have done something blah, 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 blah. Or should get a blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter if it was an old lady A little kid, whatever Unless there's maybe an attractive uh, Opposite sex or whatever You know what I mean and Those are the people that will step over the napkin Those are the people that will not help the people out And those are the people that will always, always blame someone else For everything I don't pick up napkins because I think the restaurant's dirty No, I pick up napkins because the guy didn't see it If I'm walking down the streets of New York City New York City, and I'm from here. I'm a fucking New Yorker. I mean, actually, I was born somewhere else, but I've lived here long enough to to have all the uh, attributes of a New Yorker. I was walking down the street the other day. <laughs> One day, I was walking by, and the street, when the chick in front of me dropped the gloves, so I picked them up, and I handed them to her. And she turned around, and she smiled. And she said, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. The boyfriend actually kind of started giving me a mean eye because he didn't know what was up, but then he realized what I was doing, and he was like, hmm, they weren't from around here, but at least Ethan doesn't think all New Yorkers are pieces of shit, which, by the way, who to the New Yorkers that through the non-New Yorkers that are listening to this to this New Yorkers aren't mean. We're just really angry when you get in our way. So just keep it to the side or keep it moving fast. If you're on the street, let's go. All right. Uh, you could walk slow in Nebraska. Anyway, those are the people that you need not to be on your team. And it's easy to pick them out. It's easy as a manager to set up psychological and social experiments without actually causing any harm to anyone. Something like that napkin trick. You take a napkin and you throw it on the fucking floor, and you see who picks it up first. You just stand there, or better yet, stand there where somebody can't see you because that's the best, and see who picks it up. The person that picks it up is probably you. Give it 20 minutes or do it 20 times, you know, because it might be the same person over and over again. <laughs> but the person that picks it up, you want to keep. There's 17 people that'll step over it and not say shit. Unless they're making you money, you don't want to keep. And for the people out there that see a napkin on the floor, an old lady with help, or anything that you fucking lazy ass can do to step out of your way to do it, just do it. Maybe you'll die less painfully later. That's how karma works. And it's not the end of the fucking world. Then there are people that will pick up the napkin, but then they will walk over to the person in front of them and say, hey, man, you dropped this napkin. And I'll be like, oh, whatever. No, 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 I, I picked it up. But I wanted you to know that you dropped it, and I picked it up. I guess that's okay. Really, it's the right thing to do, but not really. Because you know who the best person is? Is the person that picks up the napkin and doesn't say a word to anyone throws it in the fucking garbage. Picks up the napkin, doesn't look for cameras, doesn't look to see if I'm watching him, doesn't tell the guy in front of me to drop the napkin. He just takes the napkin, Throws it in the fucking garbage. Why? Why is that person the best? Because he knows that, or she, they know that that napkin is only seen by them. They're the only person on the planet that knows of its existence. And then they choose to step over it and fucking don't do anything about it. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Those are the people you want to get rid of. Because I know it's a napkin and it's stupid, but it's in perspective, okay? The whole perspective is that that's how they see life in general. Like, there's some people... That are just negative, like I said the other day But like, everything they do is nah, nah, nah We had one named Rico This is where the story comes from Rico fucking hated everything He hated everything, everyone around him And every t- chance he could, he would pick on people He would bully them He would complain If you cut him early, he complained If you gave him the days off he wanted, he complained He complained about everything so I was like, what the fuck is up with this guy, man? Because he's a nice guy. You could tell on the inside, he's a nice guy. He was just maybe never hugged. Maybe nobody, nobody ever told him he was handsome. Not that he is, but you know, reinforcement helps, positive reinforcement. Whatever it is, he just fucking hated the world. So I was like, we gotta do something for Rico, man. We gotta fucking get him laid, maybe. Because he was like, he was from, he's the perfect example, actually, of a mean, nasty New Yorker. Born in Queens, I think, but he grew, grew up and still lives in the city. He takes a trip once a year. Once a year, he goes to Comic Con in the Javits Center, which is actually still in Manhattan. I think it's like two miles out, maybe in Jersey. I don't know. It's like fucking suit. You could walk there. I'm actually pretty sure he does walk there. He dresses up in his fucking suit and he or whatever his costume, and he goes to Comic Con and he, I don't know, jerks off in his pants and he sees fucking Stanley, you know, Lord God bless whatever, um, the, the late Stanley, whatever. Right. So. He has grown up in the busiest city in the world. Biggest melting pot of people. And he's afraid to go to fucking Wisconsin. But walking... I can only imagine what goes through this guy's head when he's on the fucking subway. Like, holy shit. So we're like, I gotta, like, we gotta fucking do something. Let's get Rico fucking laid. So it was Rico's birthday was coming up. And we're like, yo, let's, I'm gonna take you to strip club. But what we didn't tell him is that we bought him a hooker. We told him that the buy in for the strip club was 200 bucks a person just because we're gonna get, you know, bottles and shit, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't all that. I, I had a hookup at the strip club. It was like pretty much free. It was like, a, like 40 bucks for the bottle of vodka and stuff because we brought it in. The 200 bucks was for the hooker. So we, of course, if I'm buying you a hooker and I'm not telling you about it, I'm not fucking paying for it. You're gonna pay for it. I mean, we threw in like 50 bucks each It was $400 all day But I knew the girl We were li- we lived together in a house I was This was I was a server still And uh, We hung out with the cooks a lot And I used to live in a house With three other servers And a stripper And that was like The best time of my life Even though I never slept You know Because the blow would be out At like one 45, 2 o'clock We'd be like Oh my god It's time to go to sleep guys Like we got fucking doubles tomorrow. Like, let's go to bed. So we're like drifting off trying to make, your, make yourself fall asleep at 2.45, 3 in the morning. And boom, the door swings open. Six trippers flying. We've got blue. Oh, shit. So anyway, I knew her. Her name was, uh, let's call her um, Starsis. So Starsis was in, she worked at a club and um, she was a hooker too because, you know, why not? <clears throat> so we gave Starsis 400 bucks and we said, listen, he doesn't know about any of this shit. Just fucking like he's going to hit on you, hopefully. And, uh, you know, just, you know, shlup at it real quick. She's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, shut up. It's weird. I was like, just do your job. So we come in there. And, like, we're sitting down. And I was like, Rico, what do you think? What do you think of her? Because it was, like, her turn on stage. And for the first time in my life, Rico said something positive about something. And he goes, holy shit, she's fucking hot. It's getting hot in here. And I was like, oh, my God. Look at this guy's getting turned on. So I was like, well, why don't you, you know, I'll buy a lap dance. So I told Starsis. I gave her 20, which she actually gave back to me later because, you know, whatever. <laughs> she gave him a lap dance. She took him to the room, I guess, so they talked. And then, slap papa. you know. Long story short, he didn't get laid. They ended up sitting and talking the whole time because he was too nervous to get it up. She tried to give him head and stuff, but it didn't work. They sat there, and they talked about Comic-Con for an hour and a half. What a waste of fucking $400. <sighs> totally would have banged her for, like, twice so much. She just would never have sex with me, though. She She's... Yeah. God, I always wanted her. Anyway, it's not the point. Point is, is that Rico didn't need to get laid. Rico didn't need sex. I'm sure he jerks off or does his, Maybe he doesn't even fucking do that. I don't know. I do. I love sex. Rico wanted somebody to talk to about Comic-Con that was pretty and, and young and, and attractive and maybe topless. You know? She was trying to suck his dick. I don't know how it's happened. She didn't give me a you know blow-by-blow. Blow. <laughs> but basically I was like, so did, did you, you know? She's like, what? She's like, did you do your job? Did you do your fucking job. She's like, nope, I didn't even have to. Motherfucker I wanted to talk about comics and shit. <laughs> he wanted to. He asked me where I think the rock guy from the Four Fantastics, where his dick is, and I was like, I don't know where his dick is. <laughs> Jesus, I was like, really? That's what he fucking. That's what you talked. You talked about intimate parts of comic book characters. She's like, yeah, easiest four hundred dollars I ever made, and I was like, yeah, no shit. So I offered to her to have sex with me, and she's obviously declined again. So I was like, ah, fuck. But the whole point is is that if you see people that are negative and like that, it's something that they're missing, obviously. Something that they haven't gotten, they never will get, maybe. And maybe something that they're not getting right now. I thought it was pussy for Rico, but for, I guess for Rico, it was just companionship. And then ever since then, oh, by the way, when Rico came back like to work, he was like, it's like as, as if he did get laid. That's how I know that this worked, because he was fucking smiling commenting people on their songs he's like good song I was like who the fuck is this guy Rico would have thrown a fucking saute pan if it was rap and this guy complimented something about rap so all he needs or they need is that little bit of something should you find it and try to help them out if you're smart enough and you have the time if don't if you don't I mean just fucking fire them you know So, people scared with this corona thing, man Really getting serious Market's down Stock market's down Companies losing millions and millions of dollars Not allowed to fly Internationally or domestically J.P. Morgan Chase doesn't go anywhere They're staying home Everyone's staying home What is this shit? Like Dustin Hoffman? Like we're gonna have to go find Like this one monkey that has this shit And then cure it? I got people telling me It's man-made this coronavirus Like we made this? What the fuck for? Shit, if we wanted to get sick We could've just drank coronas That's the goal with this molecular biology stuff. And then I hear, on top of this, I don't know if this is a true statistic, but that like uh, 30% of the population still thinks it's because of corona, like the beer. And I think that those are the people that sit at a table for four fucking hours, order water, lemon, but the water has to be hot because they're going to make their own tea. Campers, okay? Camping... And the restaurant industry is not as fun as it sounds. Like, I hear camping. I was like, shit, we're going to the fucking woods. Like, I'm going like, bow and arrow. We're going to kill our own meat. The chef's going to cook it. No. Camping is when you go into a restaurant knowing ahead of time that you're going to be a de- douche. A douche, basically. So, um, most of the time. Sometimes you can camp at, by accident. Like, if you just come in and you have a great time. You get drunk. You, you know, you keep sitting there. The most I've ever sat at a restaurant probably was like three hours. But this was like at a huge, like a party, like, you know, it was like 20 people. And then we all sat there, we got wasted, we fucking we ate dessert. Like, I never eat dessert at restaurants. Then there's people that camp. So they come in and they sit. There's purpose purposeful camping, like camping with a motive. For instance, to get the New Year's Eve seats, you come in at like nine and you sit there until midnight, just so you can get in for free. Hmm? Or like when you're in college and the open bar, is free from like 7 to 9 so you're just coming at 5 and then you sit there for 2 hours that's camping with a purpose that's sneaky I understand it but there's rules around that in the restaurant in the industry now that you can't you can't sit from 9 to 12 because we know what the fuck you're trying to do then there's campers that just sit there they just sit there and they just just talk to each other or they're by themselves and they're on the computer which that I probably also understand because they're not really camping they're just working they just don't want to be somewhere else cool People sit there and they talk to each other And they chat away And yes and yay Wow my god it's great Now I understand that the restaurant industry Is a hospitality industry And we're supposed to be hospitable To these people However They have to fucking spend some money Because How many waters do you want Janet You fucking ran out of toilet paper in the bathroom Because you used it all From the water that you pissed out With your three lemons The bread is free I gave you four Like What Contribute back bitch At least go do some dishes, maybe wipe down a hostess uh, um, table or something. Come on. Jesus Christ. So you think we used to work at this restaurant that gave you an aperitif, which is just like a small snack before the dinner service starts, just to get yourself a little, you know, how you get your juices flowing, your saliva, right? Then we used to bring these beautiful, beautiful French breads, right? So we bring these crusty French breads with nice um, butter and, and, duck liver pate so you had an aperitif which was a canapé small snack could be anything like tuna tartare or scallop or just a little little tabib you know and then we bring you this delicious bread and if you ask for the bread one more time we do it again and at that point you just don't want to eat anymore because you just ate like a bunch of food like for a regular human being you know what i mean like i used to eat a lot back in the day now i don't anymore now four popovers and two duck pates and a canapé i'm good so we used to have people that literally would come into the restaurant, order water, sit, and then pretend like they didn't want to finish dinner or order dinner. So when they would come and take the order, they're like, actually, you know, I'm so stuffed with these fuck popovers. And oh, my God, I mean, are you fucking serious? But it's kind of genius, though, because it's in our rule book. We have to do it. Just can't do it over and over again because then we can obviously lose a lot of money. But campers are smart, man. Some some of these guys know really how to go out and really work a restaurants. Um, system against them. <clears throat> And uh, to those guys, I give kudos. I don't know why you guys do that to eat for free, but popovers, like, that's cool though. That was a good choice. But that's one restaurant. People that just sit there, I don't understand. Like, how can you sit there for so long? And they're not even that enthused. Like, after the third hour, Janet's had like 17 waters, right? She's pissed 14 fucking times. There's sugar packets and lemon wedges all over the place. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. She ordered a grilled cheese, but she doesn't want it yet. It's been two and a half hours. Like, what the fuck, Janet? Right. And then they tip you like, you know, two bucks, obviously. So they just take up your whole table. That's the point. His service usually wouldn't mind campers if they were spending money. In fact, they would like them because they would spend more money, get drunker or whatever. Bigger the tip is. But they're taking up the table, that real estate that that the the, the four top just had that Joey just got. Joey just got a four top. If you two idiots got up and left, that four top would have been mine. I would have 200 bucks in my pocket. All right, so this goes out to the people that are campers that are know it. Just, just try to keep, spend some money or keep it to a minimum. And if there's two of you, don't take up a fucking six-top for four hours, please. Hopefully the hostess is smart enough not to do that. All right? Please. And if you guys don't know your campers, now you do. Talk somewhere else or pay well, and then their server will leave you the fuck alone. Like how much tip you give the server, that's how long you're allowed to camp. So if my check is 80 bucks and I throw 200 on the table and I say, I'm going to be here for a couple minutes, the server will be like, you know, wow, how about you cl- help me close the fucking restaurant back like, sure. You know what I mean? Just just pay pay your time. It's a rent. It's hospitality. We're renting you our hospitality. Don't fucking abuse it. Then the other types of uh, campers are work campers. Work campers exist two ways. Um, one I've only recently discovered, and the other one has always been there because the hourly employees. So basically, an hourly employee's first 15 and last 15 seconds of every shift. Pretend like the pitter patter I'm going to make is the patter of their feet from the door towards the punch in clock, and then the is going to be the punch in clock, and then the pitter patter feet immediately after. Okay? So, door swings open. <laughs> But, so they sprint to the clock as fast as they can because it's 3.01 and they're one minute late. God forbid. God forbid Chef catches them one minute late because they need to hit their hours, right? So they fucking sprint to this thing like it's the end. To, like, I got that's the end of the world. They finally hit it, they punch in. Whew, they're so tired from the sprint that they walk towards the locker room to get changed slowly. Now, we're paying them to get changed. That's one A lot of restaurants Are probably doing that We don't even know about it It's a pain in the ass And you don't have to Absolutely not They're supposed to be In uniform At said scheduled time Fucking ready to go If they want to come in You know Because this is also What happens I come in I clock in I go change go have a cigarette go have a poop Take a glance at my station uh, Looks like there's Some fries on there Okay cool we're good You know what I mean And the same thing When you come out It's To the time clock And then As soon as that time clock Rings in they're out of there Like sprinting again Oh I'm like holy shit I haven't seen him move That fast all night Well yeah because It's not the clock anymore You know what I mean So what I would do If I was a A manager It was not let them do that Like no We are not paying you to change I'm not Because the after Is really what gets you Especially like the lunch crew That leaves around like Four o'clock That are like Yeah I'll see you tomorrow Thanks man It's 3.30 And then it's like 6.30 And you still see them like, Did don't you see fucking Don't you see Terrence did Terrence just, I could have sworn I saw Terrence. Nah, no, it couldn't have been Terrence. He left at fucking 3 o'clock. Fucking Terrence is in the back spitching it up to the uh, to the prep girls at night. Yeah, hey, on the fucking clock, this guy. I was like, oh, are you fucking serious right now? Well, you know, I was just downstairs changing. I was like, for three and a half hours. What is this, summer school like the movie? Your zipper got stuck. What the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. So it he took his hours back because he actually wasn't working. You know, Good, fuck, fuck you. So, campers exist in all fields of things. So, if you guys are campers, I guess technically the one's more like clock milkers, but you could slump it into camping, I guess. And the third camper I just recently discovered is somebody that's a salaried employee. So, you get paid no matter what. Every two weeks or every week, you get paid your salary. That's it. You could be there for 60 hours or zero hours or two hours, and you could do as much work as you want. As long as you don't get fired, you get your salary. So, this is the kind of person that's like at 5 o'clock... Well, say they're scheduled to leave at 7. Right? And then at 5 o'clock they're like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. It's kind of slow. You do you. I know this, this, this isn't done. And you're like, yeah, sure, man. Absolutely. You're right. It is slow. Everything is done for me already. You can go. Take off. Sure. Why not? Enjoy your night. At least one of us. You know, who's going to have some fun. And then, like goes, and then some time goes by and then you still see that person like 20 minutes later. And you're like, yo, um... Bobby, uh, didn't you say you were leaving at four? I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I just, I don't really know where to go. You know, I'm just going to like walk around, maybe get some motivation. And I was like, isn't walking away from here your motivation to leave here? I mean, I don't hate my job. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. I think my job is great. I like cooking. I like like all this stuff. Look, I'm talking about it. I'm, you know, excited. But if my job is done, I am getting the fuck out of that building. Not because I don't like it, just because my job here is done. I can't stand it when it's slow because I just feel like leaving. I keep just standing around not doing anything. You know, just like, ugh, I hate that. So I just start cleaning, I start organizing, just anything. And I hate organizing too, but I hate standing still more. So like, these people, they fucking hang around for like two hours after they said they were going to leave. So they end up leaving at the scheduled time, but they haven't done shit for two hours because they've been walking around and playing clothes. Just... Fucking go I'm not a rat I'm not gonna snitch you out I don't do that You'll do that to yourself By walking around With a t-shirt for two hours And everyone asking me Why the fuck you were Walking around with a t-shirt For two hours You know what I mean Let's get to ask Some questions too So like I don't just, just I think that If you guys are working And you're done with work The first thing you should do Is punch out And get the fuck out That's it No no offense No anything If I cut you Like If your chef cuts you Hey You know Tiberius. Yes, chef. Go home. Yes, chef. Tiberius runs to the fucking clock out, clocks out, goes downstairs, changes and waves goodbye on his way out. Because you know why? Because the guy that got cut early, he's got the fucking golden ticket. It's Friday night. He just got cut early. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. And everyone else didn't. Right. So everyone else has to work. Maybe somebody wanted to go more than Tiberius and is fucking eating them inside right now. So Tiberius is going to walk up on the line, right? If, if he wasn't Tiberius, if he was a douche, he would walk up on the line, say goodbye to everybody, ask what everyone's doing tonight, and then laugh at them because he's doing it earlier. And that person would just stand there and eat him inside like, fuck, man, I really had something important to do. Like, this guy doesn't even have to do shit. So whenever you're done, just get the fuck out. Clock out and get out. And when you come in, either come in in uniform, ready to go with your shoes and your apron and shit. With your thermometer and your fucking peeler. And then you clock in. Or you take your time clocking in. After you change. Okay? Because it's not fair. And I know how this is done. Because I've done it before. Like 45 years ago when I was working making fucking hourly. You know what I mean?